Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Dumbbells, your snarky source for all things nutrition, fitness, wellness, and lifestyle, from damaged libidos to a-holes at your local gym and everything in between. And holiday stuff. And holiday stuff. And presents. <laughs> my, my most favorite topic. <laughs> all right. Um, so we've been kicking this can down the road for uh, a few days, um, trying to think about what to put in the show. We're, we're behind anyway, so mm-hmm. we, we're not getting the content out this time of year. It's just been hectic. But we wanted to make this kind of our holiday program. Mm-hmm. So nothing real blistering as far as um, things you need to do or, um, you know, <laughs> we usually put so much emphasis on only putting out content that's actionable that we never just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. So this one will be a little bit looser. Um, what's your... What's your favorite thing about this time of year? And that's, I guess, when at this time of year is going to be between Thanksgiving and I don't really care about New Year's. So we'll just no, say. I don't either. We'll just say um, between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I I genuinely enjoy the hustle. I do. What do you, I like the. The work hustle or the shopping hustle? or both? I like I like all of it. That it seems like there's not enough time to get everything done. So you're almost starting from sunup and going to sundown with work, shopping, menu planning, trying to fit in all your events, the people you want to see. Like, I love that it's, because that doesn't stress me out. I love that it's this complete chaotic time that I don't, like, freak out and die over. So, I think I like it similarly, but not for the same reasons. I I can't stand this time of year so much that I like that it's a distraction. I yeah. like that... Um, before you know it, it's, you know, we've already gotten through November and December mm-hmm. and all we have to contend with at that point is January and February. And, but my psyche this time of year is I, I hate the flipping cold so bad I know. that, uh, it's the worst. to have something like this because you're always busy and you're always running around and there's always places to be and things to do mm-hmm. and that you just completely obliterate it, um, yeah. the time of the year. And I hate wishing my time away like that, but usually that's, that's why I enjoy it so much because yep. I'm not focused on there's nothing to do mm-hmm. and it's cold out. Yeah. I'm not a cold fan, obviously. No. it's I'm not either at all. I, I really don't know how anybody is. It's miserable. Mm-hmm. But I like that we've started talking too about after the holidays, way to kind of make January, February, March here a little bit more bearable. So more activities and don't just do. I think what most of us typically do is just hide. We're going to do more things. So uh, the CrossFit Open... Typically, it was always the February, March, April-ish time frame. Yep. And that was that served as a nice distraction. Yep. But uh, with the the way that whole debacle's rolled out, now they're in freaking October. Right. Um, <laughs> that we've kind of lost that. But we're going to do some things at the gym this year that are going to do more engagement, just like you said. So it's not just going to be centered around the gym, but it's going to be being active lifestyle during a time of year when nobody wants to do anything. Yes. So instead of just going in there trying to do five weeks of five workouts in the cold time of the year, we're going to actually engage and go do things yep. that are going to make it go by fast. Absolutely. Um, as long as you book every weekend up, yes, s- save a few for the couch, I guess, to hide in the cold or hide from the cold. But for the most part, be active and mm-hmm. just make make the time crush. Yeah. Yep. And change it up, and maybe there's a way that in it for anybody else who doesn't like the cold as much as us. Then maybe it won't be so bad. It's funny. So my younger sister posted this funny thing about um, what's good about it being in the winter. And one of them that was that you can leave food in the car and you don't have to worry about it spoiling. 
<laughs> so it's, it's tied to leftovers. Wow. Because, you, because your car is under 42 degrees, it's safe to leave food out there. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. I have to, I'm going to look it up while we're doing this. So the, it's actually worth reading. So be, other than the hustle, what is it that you look forward to the most? And you can't do something cheesy like, it's hanging out with family and friends. That's that's like a gimme. Well, so. I think everybody, that's a statement that everybody says even if they don't mean it. <laughs> um, I love Christmas lights. I love driving around. I love looking at them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the crazy, tacky, horrific ones that I have no idea where they actually store all their lights and their <laughs> 5,000 blow-ups. And I love it. You're, I love... You're going to love this. So look... Because we're not the same in any way. In any way. Here's what the holiday lights does to me. Oh, God. Here it goes. It pisses me off that my <laughs> that my neighbor spends every waking moment preening his freaking yard, and his lights are perfect, <laughs> and it reminds me that I haven't done shit yet this year. So it stresses me out even more that like all my neighbors with all this free effing time that they've got, <laughs> their yards look dope, and mine looks like the... Like I'm living in the middle of the woods. You know, I haven't taken care of my yard. Um, there's squat for lights up. We have to resort to the Lamo uh, lantern thing that you plug into the yard that just kind of casts a picture on your house. Yeah, I like mean, that. we have two. We're good. Well, of course it is because it makes up for eighty percent of my decorating just by dragging two extension cords in the yard. But w- when I see other people, they're out there all freaking day. It's just another thing that I'm not getting done that pisses me off. So I love it. So I don't mind seeing the lights, but when I go out and my neighbor's houses are all lit up, I'm like, you bastards. Because <laughs> <laughs> I look like a Scrooge. So I mean, it, we have our candles in the windows. Whatever. It's, it's so funny. So, yeah. So the lights, other people's neighborhoods, great. Not my neighbors, because I know I look like the guy that doesn't do a shit. But you are also such a competitive person <laughs> that I know that in your mind that if somebody will outdo you on it, that it's going to just bother you anyway. If I can't go Griswold, I don't want to do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Pretty much. I like it. Hey, that's okay. We're going to have our blow-up Santa camper, which our good friend, um, good friends down the street, he said that him and his daughters come by and (laughs) they just stand and they wait for Santa to pop out. So it's uh, it's called winning. It's also bad that the gym has gotten more attention and more decorating than the house. It did. So that... It, it always does. If you want to see our decorations, go to the gym. <laughs> that's where we put most of our time anyway. <laughs> so now, okay, so that's I, what you're looking for. Yes, I really do love, like I really would get in my car and and drive around every single night in the month of December just to see what people's lights look like. And they're just, they're festive, they're happy. I'm telling you, the the ugly ones that have like every mismatched, ridiculous thing, I love them. I couldn't do it myself because, you know, I'm very... Everything has to... That looks like someone's bought an ornament every year since like 1975. I love it. Yeah. We've got a couple couple in the, the area that are like that. I absolutely love it. The I co- couldn't... The oh. colors aren't even vibrant anymore. The, this, this stuff's so old. I and, always... Uh, yes. And then you've got the mix of what's like a soft white light and then that shocking one that like burns your retinas. Oh, like LED. Yes. And then there's like some colored lights and then I swear there's somebody that puts like their Halloween lights out too because some look like they're just orange. I love it. Well, it's chaos. So what's the rule then? How about this one? What's the rule on white lighting or colored? I think you should just pick one or the other. Can you mix? I don't think you can. What if it's like uh, colored on the house and white on the bushes? That's even worse. So you can't do that either? No. So my, if I had my perfect one, everything would be white. But what I do still like are the casty things that you hate. And I think those could be like red and green. 
So even though your light bulbs are white, you can put all the fake LED casting on the house, and that's cool. I think so. Okay, what about um, what about yard art? Does it get too obnoxious? Do you know, I don't think it does. So many years ago, you and I had, we were throwing a Halloween party. And somewhere between Halloween and Christmas, we pulled up to our house, and my older sister had decorated, do you remember this? Oh, yeah. Our townhouse. I don't even know how to describe it, but we never saw it coming. But in the middle of it was like Santa. <laughs> and since that time, I I think the more obnoxious, the better. I like, you said the other day, we drove past a house <laughs> that had the nativity, a nativity blow up and right next to it was like Darth Vader or something. And we're like, <laughs> they just lumped in Jesus to with Darth Vader. It was it was all fictional. In this person's <laughs> house, it was all make-believe. I was like, well. The only thing missing was the Easter Bunny. I was like, maybe Maybe we should put Jesus in the front of the house. So I, I don't think you can tell a story with the the more inflatables, the mm-hmm. better the story. I don't I don't think there's any extra credit except that you just like being obnoxious. I love it because it, all that stuff is great when there's snow. Yes, but when it's just grass and leaves and there's um, just a bunch of mismatched, different heights, different years, different yes. things. You know, it's it's when it's all different. It's just like you're doing that just to be obnoxious. Yeah. Um. Is it holiday spirit? Does do you have more holiday spirit the more stuff in your yard, or are you trying to force it? I think uh, so. I'm weird with holiday spirit. I think holiday spirit is it's something that you relay, exactly. not through your things, but like I'm surprised I haven't busted out like my jingle bell earrings yet, and I'll wear a Santa hat around. And I think it's if you feel it, and it's like. You're constantly in ugly Christmas sweaters, and you've got to do something different to be in the spirit. Exactly. But the, uh, I think Thanksgiving coming as late as it this year, as oh, late as yeah. it did this year, jacked up everything. Yeah, it was whack. I'm late anyway, putting stuff up. But yeah. now to have lost another week. By the time I get my stuff together, we're going to be like a week and a half out. Exactly. I think we are a week and a half out. I think we are too. Um, there was something else that I, I was thinking about last night that because we got so many people with such an odd yard art that <laughs> it doesn't, you can't make up for being a douchebag just because you keep putting stuff out. If you're still a I crappy agree. neighbor, you know, if you still don't really feel the season, it doesn't matter how much stuff you put in your yard or how nice your house is. I yep. mean, if you're still, you know, we see you, you yank your dog around all over the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You don't pick up your crap. You know, you, you're still funky in traffic. I mean, just because you got stuff in the yard doesn't mean Christmas spirit. Right. You have to kind of be from the inside out first. Yep. Um, I think you really like that part of the holidays. Which part? I think that you like the people who step in and help with things like coat drives. And you like watching, um, I think I'm right. I think you like seeing communities come together. Yes. And post like, hey, did you guys know that, you know, let's say, and this didn't happen in our neighborhood, but let's say they are like, did you know that your neighbor's struggling really bad? And next thing you know, there's uh, a list going around saying who's buying this piece of their Christmas dinner and here's the ages of their kids. Yes. And I think you love that piece of it. That is my favorite. T- that is my favorite part. Yep. And it's, uh, for, for some reason, people, we try to do a we were much better about it and it's just it's poor time management but yeah. we did a, we typically do a lot of charity initiatives and right. it's usually we like to find things that have very little red tape um, that go direct to the person or, or people that need it you know I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the big organizations I'm not a fan of 
if you've got a board of directors on your charity, then you're not the one right. I'm going to donate to. Um, but this year we've, we had a guide, we had somebody that helped us navigate some local ones that really mattered and to see people actually oh be different. And because people are funky and usually, um, we're on that emotional teeter. We've talked about it before. Um, working in the fitness business is emotional yeah, and it's usually true. about what people have and don't have. Mm -hmm. And it's about what you can deliver and what you can't deliver. It's always an if or, or black and white. And right. when you have an opportunity this time of year, and we're not talking about the Santa with the jingle bell and you put a couple quarters in or, no. you know, a couple dollars, put your money where your mouth is yes. and, you know, make somebody's life better. Yes. And if, if you, it's not done with your art art and it's not done with your stupid lights no. and your little, you know, your Rudolph thing on your truck, you know, your little, Rudolph nose on the front of your truck. That shit doesn't get it done. Ooh, I may need to order that this year for the truck. They're I'm going to so surprise dorky. you with it. They're so dorky. I'm going to surprise you with it. But uh, those are great. But, you know, we did a coat drive this year. Mm -hmm. And it was an easy thing to do because everyone's got used coats. Mm -hmm. And um, the idea Except is... Except one person who we know. <laughs> <laughs> who has a sweatshirt. Um, but... Everyone has got one or two coats that are out of fashion that they've outgrown the yeah. kids or they've got something. And because it was multiple pickup points, because it was uh, such an easy place and local to give, mm -hmm. um, we had a great turnout, yeah. but I was shocked by what we didn't get for turnout. Mm -hmm. um, and people forget. So I'm, I'm going to chalk it up to maybe they just didn't, they just didn't remember, didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. But when you can give somebody a coat and yes. everyone's worried about Nintendos or you can give somebody you know, um, scarves and hats. I mean, mm -hmm. these are things that we're worried about fashion and these people are walking around in t-shirts and, yes. you know, holy coats and things well, don't fit. they're the same people that when there's a school that's doing something like a, a backpack buddies or something like that, the same people who aren't giving their coat are the same people that are saying they don't want to contribute to those people or that person yeah. or... We're not going to support this. It's not directly in my community. I'm not going to support outside of that. And it's like, how about just the, when people give just for the human factor, I know that the collections and stuff that we have gotten, I've watched some of the people bringing in presents for another charity we're doing, coats and stuff. They do not have the funds. Nope. And I guarantee you, they asked one of their children to give up a coat that they love that they didn't actually need. Th that is it's different. So that right there, and I think you, you summed it up. So it's, yes, I love seeing people mobilize. Yes, I like seeing the community get things. But when we see a family that we know is tight yes, and they produce brand new things, uh, yeah. and it doesn't matter the, the amount. I'm not trying to focus on that. It's to see sacrifice yes. for a stranger. Yes. And to be able to witness that, is what the season's you about. You better believe it. Um, it's the people that go out and they do the, they pay off the layaways, or they go out oh, and man. they and they, um, oh. they they just do something different. Yes. And I, I, love I, that I think that we've we've lost so much of that um, because everyone's so selfish now. Um, not not everyone. Mm -hmm. um, and I, obviously, I'm talking broad stroke because I don't get to witness a whole lot of giving and gratitude. I don't see a ton of it. No. Um, and it doesn't say, consume my day. No, and we say a lot too. If where we live, there are people who claim to not have money, but you look at the neighborhoods and stuff and see what they drive and see what they wear. And it's like, no, you, you have money for what you want to have money for. Priorities. Whereas I think there are also a ton of people and 
there, I would say, who we are the closest to are people like us who I would rather not have my selection of coats, which we donated. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd rather not have my selection of coats to know that somebody is going to be warm rather than me walking into something like, I don't know, a wedding or a party and somebody thinking, oh, yuck, she should have worn a different coat with that outfit. I don't care. Mm. Like if I know that I can give something to make somebody warm and I don't maybe have exactly what I want for my style that evening, yeah. I'm okay with it. It's it's boiling it down to because um, because we're inherently lazy, <laughs> selfish, then lazy, right? So lazy. everyone's like, oh, yeah, I've got a charitable heart if I only had time. Oh, I've got a charitable heart. Yes. If only somebody showed me who to give to. Yeah. Oh, I would. I would totally give this if I didn't have to drive to work every day. Yes. So I think that the small amount of tithing and cool thing about tithing, it doesn't just mean money. Right. You know, and that's the the big the the big misconception with yep. uh, Christians and when we're talking about giving, giving just doesn't mean your cash. It means your time. It means your things. It's your resources, your talents, and to give stuff that you have. You, when you become a steward of things instead mm-hmm. of an owner of things, it's like, hey, it's going to come for me to go to somebody else. Right. Um, it changes the frame of mind as to how you can give and what you should do with those things. Yeah. It's not your coat, right? No. It was made available to you, mm-hmm. and you should make things available to other people. And I'm not talking the socialist to make things available to you. Right. It's got to be giving freely, not being made to give it. Exactly. Um, but I think that piece of the season is great. I would love to. We are very lucky, like you said, that um, we had our, our guide that um, helped us with two organizations. And I've already talked to him about moving in 2020 and kind of he's so heavily involved and plugged in that he knows the, the organizations that aren't pocketing the money so they can go buy a yacht. They're, they're taking the money and they're pushing it out into the community to make it better. Actionable. Yeah. And I don't know why we're not calling this guy out by his name. So Brian blocks him. Yeah. Um, he doesn't live very close to us. No. So he has to he has to hike to get to the gym. He's been yes. a member at our gym for seven years. Yeah. And he has taken the initiative to not only I think he's on the he's on one of the boards of this place. So he's one of the managing people of one of these organizations. Mm-hmm. And he took the initiative to set this stuff up. He took the initiative to coordinate. He took the initiative to pick it up. He's taking the initiative to take it there. Yes. So as much crap as I'm talking about give and you don't be lazy he's doing all the work absolutely we're just using our community to uh, elicit an effect exactly so it hopefully for you guys listening what you're looking forward to in this season you earn the things that you love about the season is something you have to earn yes right so um do you obviously we don't deserve the meaning of the season is you know I'll go the Christian route. Absolutely. Jesus is the reason for the season. Absolutely. To be, we already know we're not worthy. We already know that, you know, there is no deed that can be done to make yourself um, accepted. Right. You have to just live with an open heart and you have to believe and you've got, there's all these other things you got to do. Yeah. But the true act of someone that says they are a person of faith mm-hmm. is to sacrifice and serve. Mm-hmm. And if you do those things, then you've earned the things that you love about the holiday season. Yeah. I don't know how you can enjoy them without doing selfless things first. I agree. So I think you nailed it. That that is one of the things I've. It is. And then I think once you, you know, you take the, you know, the giving piece of it and the lights and the stuff that we all love. I, I genuinely do love everything about sitting down with family and friends and eating. I even love like you and I, our best conversations and our most fun time we have is prepping in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. 
So like, I know there, I don't think, I don't think it stresses us out or anything. It's just like, oh, we're going to try to time this right. And what dessert, like we have fun planning the menu, getting stuff ready. I love that, you know, our house can't comfortably hold 50 people at our dining room. They can hold like six. Yeah. But I like the idea of you have to ask friends and family to who's got tables, who's got chairs. And there could be somebody eating, you know, in our house, our layout's like a great room. So it's like, I wouldn't care if somebody was eating by our front door. Pack them in. Pack them in as much as possible. And just, I like to sit back and listen to all the chatter. Like just the different conversations and people talking, you know, life. And I love it. And again, we're so lucky that we don't just do this at the holidays. I mean, we've got a group that we meet and we get together and talk about life much more often than just Christmas time or Thanksgiving time. But I love that part of it. People that, um, well, they're being able to breathe life into each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's true, true relationships where there is no drama. There is no judging. There yeah. is no hardships. There's no ridiculousness. There's no expectations when you can do life with people like that. I love um, it. And again, if you're only using the holidays as a reason to see those people, you know, it, it should be a year-round thing. Yes. And you had said we, we do it more often than not. Yep. Um, what about the food? What are you looking forward to the most with the food? I am a, even though I'm a complete carb intolerant person <laughs> and it makes me exhausted and I don't feel well at all when I eat it, I'm really looking forward to the carbs again. Shocker. Yes. Well, I don't like ham. I can't. I just can't get over it. I never saw ham as a as a Christmas yes meat. Uh, but this, I'm trying to think. The of ham something. is an Easter meat. But ham is also at Christmas a lot too. Oh, it's it's a Southern thing, I think. I mean, I don't. I didn't grow up with ham. Yes. And that did we? No, I don't remember. All everything. The only thing that everybody does for sure is turkey at turkey. Thanksgiving. Yep. But my family's transition from we've basically turned Christmas into an Italian feast, which sold. <laughs> I think that this year we should do, I think we should make something completely different. Let's just shake it up. Oh, you mean like show up with something that's not conventional holiday? Yes. Okay. I think it'd be fun. Just throw in like a complete like wrench into. Let's say corned beef and cabbage. (laughs) (laughs) We're turning into into, um, St. Patrick's Day food. Oh, it's going to stink. Let's just start mixing holiday foods. So you have hey, to do, we've done that before you have to do Christmas on St. Patrick's. Um, I like this. Yeah. So we'll just... We'll Surprise, th- Mom. <laughs> we'll throw something <laughs> together um, that doesn't make any sense. So the uh, as far as food goes, there's a few things. I'm always a stuffing junkie, uh, mm. especially for the homemade stuff. The rest of it is... Um, nasty. No, it's not nasty. It's... Uh, it's not real. What's the word? Gross. Tertiary. It's... Uh, <laughs> It's nice to have, but some of the the main things. I'm always a sweet potato and, and stuffing guy. So if those two things are there, the rest of it's just icing. You're carb tolerant though, which I is am. so unfair. You can eat it and you go from like a six pack to an eight pack. I I do well on carbs. I gain like ten pounds. <laughs> so w- you do some intelligent things, which and I think I had a lot to do with it. Um, oh, I can't wait to hear this. You cook and you cook very healthy. I do because I am a. F- food Nazi and I, I just won't eat and I'll sit there in a corner and pout and I won't eat a damn thing that everyone brings. That's not true. You'll pick at the sides to make yourself feel better. 
I eat a lot of a lot of fruit. But um, when it comes to um, like green bee casserole, it's yes. one of my favorite things. Yep. Um, and you've you've modified the recipe. Absolutely. So it's just funny the little things that people can do is. I think you have to understand cooking and the way things go, first of all. If you're a terrible cook and you try to modify a recipe, I think that it can – what you're going to end up doing – Well, let's define terrible cook real quick because I can follow directions like a champ. Exactly. I can't deviate. Right. So Does that I, make me a good cook or a bad cook? I think you're the average cook. Oh, that's painful. But you are an amazing baker. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you can – you. I honestly think you could open a bakery. Nice. I honestly do. You're a really good baker. I'm a fat kid. But um, I think that if so, if you don't understand how you can kind of do give and take with recipes, the holidays is not the time to mess with it. When you're somebody You'll that grew up, my my grandma on my mom's side and my mom are were all about cooking, and you wanted to be in the kitchen with them. And there wasn't so much an education with their mouth on how to do things; it was watching their hands work. And I would pay attention to. There were so many things that weren't measured, but I would be like, okay, in my grandma's hands, I see this much salt. This is when she threw it in. So I'd pay attention to that stuff. And my Mm -hmm. mom very much cooks the same way. She'll taste something and she would know what spice to add. And I'd kind of watch her. So I have that skill. We talked about this the other day. I can't, I can't dissect food. You can actually break it down into the, you can taste something and and identify some of the things that are in it. Absolutely. I'm terrible. I just don't have that gift that I can either enjoy it or I don't. Exactly. (laughs) Like I can be like, there's too much of this spice, so I'm going to throw in this spice to do it. So you mentioned like. counteract. Yes. You mentioned like green bean casserole. You really can take that recipe and make it into something healthy. Just by tweaking things or cutting down on, we don't use milk, but cutting down on the milk that goes in it. And do you actually need the whole can of cream of mushroom? Mm-hmm. Well, no, you don't because I don't do it. What is your, so do you typically make a single serving, double serving? How do you normally work it up? So how I usually do everything is either the vegetable or the meat is doubled, but whatever the sauce is, the sauce is singled. Interesting. So I don't twice the serving, but half yes. the uh, the gravies and the sauces yep. and the okay. The other thing I do is I always half the sugar. So I will not always take sugar out of things because I feel like if you constantly is the, is the word deprive deprive yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're constantly doing that, then the holidays are a time where I think you could almost make up for the year. So like is you don't eat thing? anything. You eat no sugar any day except one and then you go so hog wild that you feel sick to your stomach you have a headache you know you're so miserable that you almost don't enjoy the time mm-hmm. so when the holiday comes and events and stuff i'm not going to always go to stevia oh i see what you're saying you see what i mean no, there's I some really... cl- there's some classics you can't take certain shortcuts exactly on. The, the thing about your i'll go to the green bee things it's my favorite yeah we've gotten so used to sweet over-the-top seasoned flavored things that yeah. you can't differentiate between so-and-so sweet potatoes, which are caramelized, candied, and all the way to the top. Right. And then um, everything's overly rich, overly sweet, yes. overly fatty. And there's dessert should be the sweetest and best thing out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so whatever you do for dessert, if you looked at things like uh, on the glycemic index, if you want something that's all the way up to as sweet, as uh, insulin-producing as possible, <laughs> the rest of your meal sh- doesn't need to be there. No. I mean, I don't like calling it cutting corners, but you can, everyone's going to go get seconds. Absolutely. So don't, don't think that just because 
if if you can clean up the way you make things, you can enjoy those seconds and thirds. Yes. If you wake up the next day, everyone's going to be a little bit backed up. Everyone's going to, you know, be going to the bathroom funny for 72 hours. Yes. But if you're Miserable. getting on the scale eight to nine pounds heavier, the next two or three days because of your um, your sugar intake, your carb intake, right. it just doesn't make sense. You yep. know, and it doesn't mean, and we've talked about this, the first and the last bite all taste the same. Yep. Right. So when you take that first bite and you enjoy it, and when you really savor and enjoy the last bite, yes. they're the identical ones. It's the 30 bites in between that yep. you do not need. You know, anytime, um, and I know you, this drives you crazy, you'll get a piece of pie or something, and I'll be like, hey, you want to split that? Absolutely not. And is my response. <laughs> most of the time, it's no. And you won't even it give me a me bite. Anxiety. I won't give you a bite. But I always ask for mine. It's like, hey, if I take some of this, will you eat half of it? Because I don't need the whole thing to enjoy it. It's like, mm-hmm. I can enjoy half mm-hmm. and I feel good about it. And if later I want a little bit more, I'm still nowhere near the full serving that some people will take. You're, but we talk about this all the time. You're a freak of nature. No, man. It's just you, you build up <laughs> mental toughness and it's like, I will go through and I'll make sure that I put, I'll put half a spoon of everything on my plate instead of a spoon. I yes. would just say I will reduce my portion sizes the first round, see how I feel afterwards, then go dabble with those things I love, like the cornbread or the uh, sweet potatoes and the mm-hmm. stuffing. But if to load your plate knowing you're going back for a second one because you're going to be splitting by the time you get there. Yes. I think I'm pretty good about that other than last year's Thanksgiving. So Thanksgiving <laughs> of 2018 that I'm still talking about because I've never been so miserable in my entire life with the amount of food that I ate. So, so here's what spouses do. And I've asked you to oh. do this for me. So when we're at a party and there's booze flowing. Yes. Uh, back when we first started dating, you would be like, hey, you need to pay attention to how much you're drinking. You know, I <laughs> That's because you get even more loose-lipped. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna regret it. <laughs> then it went to, hey, you're going to get a massive hangover. So just a little bit of caution. And I never looked at it like you were mothering me or telling me oh, what gosh, to do. No. Because in the moment, the last thing I'm thinking about is tomorrow. Yes. So I have grown to appreciate s- someone that's not as obscured in the brain as me saying, uh-huh. Hey, you're not listening to your conscience right now, and tomorrow you're going to be regretting it. Yes. But I can tell that when, like, you've had times when you're like the day after or a couple of days later, you just have that that regret moment. Oh, my gosh. And I I can't stand regret I know. more than anything in the world. I don't like second-guessing myself. I don't make decisions mm-hmm. that I'm going to regret. I don't believe in regret. I don't like it. Yeah. So for me to be experience it, it really beats me up because I, it puts me in a really bad mental place. Mm-hmm. Um. But when I've I've seen you where you're like, please don't let me do that again. Yes. And then I'll be like, hey, uh, hey, honey. Um, <laughs> I love cards. Do you remember when you said, hey, don't let me do this again? You're like, I'm fine. <laughs> don't you think, though, because. Leave of, me alone. But don't you think my last year's Thanksgiving when I was, don't you think that I have not even come close to. So now I'm like, I remember last year's Thanksgiving. But that was when I think where you damn near told me to F off. That's because I wanted like, <laughs> that's because my family went shockingly overboard on desserts and I need to try them all. I was so miserable. Can we set the precedent? How many desserts should there freaking be? And again, this is going to come from me, so I'm going to be wrong. How many desserts? Honest to God. I think that there should be three. Uh, But three different things. Three different things. So I think there should be a, you should always have something chocolate. Oh, this is interesting. And then you should always have something to eat with a fork and you should always have cookies. So basically, cake three, and cookies. Three things. So you could have like brownies. Oh, finger food chocolate. It, it doesn't matter. You could have fu- Ooh, fudge. <laughs> Jewel, if you listen to this one, 
fudge for Christmas would be amazing. We don't need any damn fudge. Sweet. We need two <laughs> kinds of fudge. <laughs> Peanut butter. We won't keep it near our... Will you split it with me? Our niece. Um, I'm not going to split it with you. But I think you should have something chocolate, no matter what that would be. Including, like, if you want chocolate ice cream or brownies or whatever. Then something to eat with a fork. So, like, a pie or a cake or s- another random something different that maybe nobody thinks of. And then the cookies. And that's it. Not 6,000 pies. So Thanksgiving like my was family. a lot of pies. Yes. I mean, and when they're homemade, because your mom crushes it. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. You're compelled to try it. So even when you you're taking to. half servings of everything, I've got the equivalent of five pieces of pie on my plate by taking a half serving of everything everyone eats because I want to at least show respect for the effort that they put into the food. But you still can't control it. There's you said respect for the effort. Hell, yeah. You're the... You don't make food and not give it a taste. Give it a taste. I'm totally going to tell my mom you said that. What are you talking She's about? She's going to be like, no. So <laughs> now your mom always hooks us up um, with a pumpkin pie. So that's my favorite. Yes. But she uses almond milk in it. Yep. And, you know, be a food Nazi. Say what you will about almond milk. It's a money substitute mm-hmm. when you need to make a difference in the calories you're taking in for the day. But not only that, we've shared with us before. You have a true reaction to dairy that's pretty bad. Not where you just, you don't feel well at all. So here's what I know about myself. Mm-hmm. If, if I, if I'm going to eat something and I know there's going to be a recourse for it, I will take a moment to enjoy it. Of course. I can't live like that. But if like, if you're, if something gets made, uh, your mom makes something that's like one of my favorite things. Yeah. It's like, I understand this, the ramifications and I'm going to do it anyway. Absolutely. But when it's a whole freaking pumpkin pie and I'm going to have my hands in there. Yep. Now the trick to the pumpkin pie, and it's something that. People think, oh, if the whole thing's not completely healthy, it's not worth doing. Or if you make it completely mm-hmm. healthy, it's going to taste like garbage. And Wait, if ew, you, it's going to be disgusting. And if you go 100% on like the um, the pumpkin pie, for example, it will taste like garbage. But your mom has just oh, she said, man. it's one of those things. It's like, let me make relief cuts and I'll make it as best as I can without exactly. compromising how good it is. And like the crust is a standard crust. Absolutely. But everything inside has been reduced by half yes. for the calories. Exactly. And look at what you can save your family and yourself if there's something that you really love and it's like, hey, look, it's slightly different. I'm going to save you two or 300 calories per serving yep. so that you don't have to worry about waking up 10 pounds heavier tomorrow. Exactly. So I think if people pay attention, and it's one of those things too, you know, we had a big joke at Thanksgiving that there's always rolls, <laughs> but nobody really eats them. They're decorative. Yes, exactly. Like maybe the kids eat one or two, but they just, they're going to end up in the trash, but you feel like you have to have them. So for me too, like holiday tip, if you don't really enjoy it, don't eat it. Like I am not, there are certain rolls. If those were homemade, I'd tear them up, Mm -hmm. but I am just, I don't love them. So for me, it's like, if I would rather have a cookie, I'm not going to just eat the bread because I know I'm going to eat the cookie anyway. It's kind of like a, there's no reason for me to, I don't enjoy it, so why eat it? I think people look at it like it's a full course meal. They're like, well, the rolls are there and it's something I don't normally have, so I'm absolutely going to eat it. Exactly. But it's, I would say, make sure that you you really do love it. It isn't worth it because you're, you're not going to enjoy it. And if you wake up even three pounds heavier, it's like, I want to make sure I enjoyed every bite to get there. Do you, you want to know what my theory on rolls are? Mm-hmm. They're for leftovers. Well, not for the prep, not for the not for the main show. Ooh, like a turkey sandwich, like a little slider. So one rolls and, and mashed potatoes are money. So you make a mashed potato sandwich with a roll. You're so funny. It's freaking dope. <laughs> you do actually do that <laughs> if we have rolls, but we also don't. 
the rolls go home with people if they bring them. They're not effing homemade <laughs> rolls, dude. They're the pre-made ones that look like they have a butt crack down the middle of exactly. them. Exactly. You know, you you, you heat them up till they're brown. Rolls. <laughs> I'm just oh, kidding. Lord. I'm kidding. Um, okay, so what about presents? Because we've gotten older now. Um, is this something still you look forward to? I I do. I'm 10 years old. Yeah. I want presents. I love presents so much. But I love giving presents too. Yes. I don't think a present, I've, if you feel like you have to buy somebody a present, I don't think you should do it. I think if there's, if you enjoy going out and buying and shopping and giving, do it. Don't. Don't just buy somebody a present because it checks a box. It's got to come from the heart. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I don't think the cost matters. No, it does not. I love giving. Exactly. Yep. Um, I love giving. Now, it's gotten... Oh, I love it. It's gotten to where, as we've gotten older, um, obviously, priorities change. Your focus shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, we, me, I'm very materialistic in my 20s and 30s mm-hmm. because, you know, coming from a have-not, and then all of a sudden, you're capable of buying things. Oh, you yeah. just start buying everything that yep. doesn't make sense. But once you've gotten to that position where you've had the toys and you've had all the uh, expendable income, mm-hmm. you lose the flavor for having to spend it. So I don't, I'm not in a situation in my adult life where it's like I need big, sexy, f- stupid things anymore. No. It is the small, tiny things that mean the most. Yes, you know, it's, it's the stocking stuffers. It's dumb shit, and it's stocking stuffers. It's my favorite part. I know. Um, the big expense stuff is just like, nah. Why? You know why? You know, it's it's, and I don't want to be bah humbug because I would rather have. A hundred dollars on small things spent on me. You may both. Then five hundred dollars in big shit spent on me. Exactly. Because the small ones are just. Yes. You're like, what is this going to be? And I, th- I think that I don't like when people say we're not going to exchange any gifts or anything. Nope. Like that just makes me sad because it's like, you know what? You really could go to a store and buy somebody an ornament that just makes you think of them. And every year when they pull it on their tree, they're going to be like, "This is what they thought of me." It doesn't need to be a, or, you know, somebody compliments a scarf that you got for five bucks and you go out and you buy them next. It's like you wanted them to, they loved it so much to have it. There has to be a rule on ornaments. I think a we. A rule on ornaments? Like uh, if you give somebody one, you have to get one. Because it's the only way you can really appreciate the pain of having 300 effing tree ornaments. I love them. We have Some of many. ours are so ugly. I only hung up half of them. I know you did. I love our ugly ones. They're my favorite. I like the old ones. Yes. I, I'm a fan of the, the older, the better, yeah. uh, the more Christmases. But yep. when you keep getting new ornaments each year, it's like, uh, thank you. <laughs> it's going in the new box. Uh, there's no room. We're going to alternate each year. Um, coffee mugs are a big one. I love coffee mugs. Like I like that's a Christmassy, Christmassy thing to yes. me. And I don't know why, but um, cool, dorky, you know. They're fun. Weird mugs. But that's another thing that it's not just a. You know, you could tell that you got somebody's leftover or one of their set of four. <laughs> it's like that somebody, they went out and they thought of you. They're like, this coffee cup made me think of you. It's got to be intelligent. Because it's either, you know, it's clever or it's funny or the color is something that you loved. Like When when you can get to that level with somebody and you understand what they'll enjoy, then that means you've really paid attention to what they say and who yes. they are. And that's the nature of gift giving just to go out and start running through the aisles at the at a store grabbing stupid shit because no. you need to get presents your, your your number up when someone doesn't take the time to get to know you the present isn't as meaningful exactly um so it's it's always meant more to me and i always put more time into trying to understand and pick up the hints and Definitely. the cues and you know the, the little things that make people different um but i'm still a freak of christmas i'm still a freak of opening presents and uh 
we've gotten lazy, so we don't wrap anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we have our Santa sacks. We bought each other Santa sacks. So uh, we have just a big bag that we just load everything in. Mm-hmm. And you have to kind of put your hand in, fish around, and pull something out. Um, I think it's fun. It is fun, and it saves on all the stupid paper. But uh, yeah. with our inability to manage personal time very well, yeah. uh, it's a very nice, you know, you got, I love the, I wish I would have had that as a kid. Yes. Everyone had their own, like, big uh, red set, uh, sack under the tree. Yeah. And you just sit there pulling stuff out for an hour. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We are like kids. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So shopping. Are you an online or an in-person? I already know the answer to this. I know. I love going into stores. I can't fucking stand it. I I love it. <laughs> I can't even tell you. I love the smiles on people's faces when they find the size that they want. I love the hustle and bustle. I love people that are like, can, I, can you hand me that? And I like the almost panic of you went to the store, they didn't have it. Go online and are they going to have what you need on there? And... But two, my family's, we've done the Black Friday shopping for years. So it's the, I don't know if I love the actual shopping as much as I love being with my mom's sisters and nieces. That's just on Black Friday. Yeah. But like in sh- between then, like I, so today I've got to run out and mm-hmm. and c- complete some charity donations that we're working on. I can't wait. Ugh. I can't wait to have that cart i can't wait to have the line where i'm like i think i'm going to be in line for an hour i love it so i love it i'm good for a two-store stop and you i are. don't want to be the the stereotypical male mm-hmm. my big issue with being out there is typically hunger yeah and temperature yes so Ooh, it's hot so Ooh. what you got to go in with almost nothing on so you got to prepare yourself for the different temperature in all the stores yes but then to walk around and i've got about two hours between when i've got to start shoving food in my face yes. And if you're in a mall or you're in a store, there's nothing where it's like, I'm going to go to the all-protein stand and just get something to not. snack on. So my inability, that and my creativity. So if I know that there's something exactly that I want for you, yeah, it could be multiple. This sounds so lazy. Mm. Multiple stores. But you don't. Hoping to find the exact same yes. thing that I'm looking for. So for, for me, unless I know exactly where it's at, yes. I won't go to a mall anymore. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You just, You don't enjoy... The lines and the chatter and... I feel like I'm supposed to. I don't think so at all. Like it makes me more bah humbug. No, I don't think so at all. Bah humbug would be, I'm not putting up a tree. I'm not going to... If there was something that I loved and it was in Maryland in a store that would take you three hours, you know, there to boot, you would go and do it. Mm -hmm. If that was the only option. You're not bah humbug at all. You just are not... You're not a crowd person (laughs) and... Your hunger, you can go from the nicest person in the world to the Incredible Hulk. And it's all, and I can't. It ruins your moment. But I can't fill my purse with snacks and stuff because the purse is so <laughs> freaking heavy to begin with. And then, no, I don't think you're bah humbug. I think you like what you like. I can get done much more creative shopping online. Um I like to go out for the um, the stuffers, yes. and I mean, I want to go. For, I want to go walk the weird aisles. I like when we go to Target at the same time yes. for stocking stuffers, and we try not to run into each other. Yes. That's yep. all, that's become a tradition too. Yep. That's my thing. Um, anything else that you really love about the holiday, or is there anything else that you think is specifically yours or ours? No, I really, I'm glad. I love the Santa sack. I think that that's very different for us, but there's nothing else. I just love the whole, 
I just love how different it is. It's just not the same. You driving around's different because the lights are up and mindsets are different because it's just, it really is for most of us a, just a season of giving. Like you just, it just seems like people are happier and you, no matter how busy you are, you really do find the time to spend with family and friends. There's nothing that gets in the way. You just, you do it. There's something else that we've, we've done in the past that we they're few, few in between, but to be able to go to New York, we went up around Christmas time. Oh, I loved it. And got to see the whole setup up there in and the city. When you didn't wear a coat. When I didn't think I needed a coat. And um, and then down here in D.C. I love so it. So to, to be able to make the time to get to those big events, those big national level. Yeah, see the national key tree. marker. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, those things, uh, I think, was it last year that we... Huffed it all the way down DC and back. I mean, yes. and it was like a weeknight. And they shut the display down early yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but we had dinner with friends down there, and then uh, we went and saw a concert, and there was just a whole. Was that just last year? I think so. Holy crap. Yeah. But um, to to be able to, to step out of your normal routine and go enjoy something yes. holiday specific, um, that also can help uh, just bring pump a little bit more um, holiday into you. Yep. You know, to and, see that it's bigger than just your yes, neighborhood. Yes, for anybody who is in uh, Northern Virginia, I found out that the Alamo, the movie theater where you can like eat and drink and stuff. Yeah. Somebody said they're playing all Christmas musics from now until the release of Star Wars. What do you mean? So they're doing, um, they're playing old Christmas movies at the movie theater up until it's all Christmas until the release here. of Star Wars. So. You mean like you go up and see National Lampoons? I don't know if that's one of the ones playing, oh but my. it's definitely worth looking into. Ooh, okay. Yeah, but look for do look for local events and things you wouldn't really do. Okay, I love it. Um, well, we're we're definitely going to have at least another show or two, but this is the one that's going to set the stage for the holiday. Perfect um, for the shopping and the eating. If you guys have a menu or a recipe or a dish that you would think would benefit with a little bit of creative chopping, um. Hit us up on this on the post for the where you saw the the, the podcast, the show, and we'll see if Jenny can put some of her magic to it, um, and see if she can find ways to get creative with knocking out some of with the their recipe. Uh-huh. Oh dang! Uh-huh. The heat is on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the weight. The weight is on. <laughs> the weight is on. Um, well, this is pretty cool. So, anything else? No, I think I'm good. It's pretty money. We typically don't like to talk past forty five minutes because I think uh, you can bore the hell out of people. I think you and I, there are some topics we could talk about for days. <laughs> this one was skimming. I, I, we had much more, uh, I had much more Baja Mug to share than just. Let's do, then let's do part two. All right. We'll give it a shot on part right, two. Part one. All right. Awesome, guys. I uh, hope you guys are killing it and crushing in life. Um, if you can, reviews are awesome. Yes. I mean, uh, we've gotten a good handful, uh, lots of great feedback. Thank you. Thank you very um, much. But always. Please feel obliged to go up and drop a rating. Exactly. Um, and if there's something we're doing right, please let us know. If there's something we're doing wrong, please don't let us keep talking with shit that nobody wants to hear. Exactly. Um, and again, if you've got a topic, we're happy to we're happy to talk about it. Most people gravitate towards nutrition stuff. Yeah. That's the, the greatest feedback, and all all the comments, and most of it is centered around nutrition. But life is bigger. So yes, sir. Hopefully, we'll find another realm. Definitely. Route. All right. <laughs> all right. See you in the next one, guys. All right. Peace. Bye.